how do we open? With Chad, our mouths. No. Amen. Bye, everybody. Isn't this your guys' podcast? Did you guys have to get this figured out first before you invited me as a guest on? I'm being polite and offering. I'm going to open the show. Okay. Um. This is the Joe Rogan experience. This is what happens when you too many pot. You experience this. You gotta check out them monkeys, everybody. You gotta check out the monkeys. They be fucking fishes like fleshlights. Those fucking monkeys. Hey, Jamie, bring up that video. I want to see that monkey fucking a fish like a flashlight. Well, technically, it wasn't a monkey fucking the fish like a flashlight. It was an orangutan fucking a goldfish like a flashlight. All right, I just wanted to be clear. Just wanted to clarify because your uh, your your guest here seems to think they have it right and they're wrong. Wow, wow, we got a biologist on this. Here. The Joe Rogan experience is not about actual science, sir. No, I looked it up on Google. Oh, okay. Orangutans are not monkeys. Okay, we got. They're um, different. They're different. We got this going. So, because we do have a guest today, <laughs> I don't want to uh, prattle on too much. Um, we were doing, I guess, like some people say this is the last season and some people say it's a separate series, but we're going to do our uh, special review on Steven Universe Future, which is how they closed out the series. And we brought in uh, some kind of guy to talk about it. Amen. Do you want to reintroduce everybody here? Oh yeah, Steven Universe uh, Future series. Uh, yeah. Um, so, Steven Universe, the new, uh, the new, uh, the new Steven Universe cartoon, has just finished airing on uh, on WB Kids, and Steven Universe. Uh, Shows us once again why uh, why uh, Re- Rebecca Candle Kand- is such a strong animator and such a strong storyteller and uh, very very intricate weaving of narratives and and plots that that uh, ultimately lead up to the conclusion of the story of the of the series in a very uh, um, in a very Steven Universe way you know classic Steven Universe we were so. Uh, we're so thrilled to have him back, you know, as they say, we're back. We're back, baby. We're back. Um, and then uh, it was really strange that that Steven Universe went on that uh, uh, that murder rampage afterwards. But, you know, that's that was a little weird. But I mean, you know, off that way, that was kind of his I, mom, honestly, right? It kind of. What about his well- mom? I mean that was that was, the murder rampage was kind of from his mom because he's got the gem, her gem in his stomach, right? She he he has all the negative qualities of of his mom, and so whenever something bad happens, it's really just like Pink Diamond being a bitch. Yeah, I don't it's know. really kind of strange the narrative. I, I think the... he snapped. Yeah, I, I um, honestly I really liked I I know so I know Eamon's making this up because he's never seen Steven Universe, but uh, honestly, when he did murder that one gal. <laughs> And then they like the the sequence of him rushing to try and save her was like shot for shot how the series opened, but like lit dim. I thought that was such a cool contrast. I I really like how they use colors in the show. Um, 
I just wanted to say that. We're not talking about Steven Universe. Eamon, <laughs> what did you want to talk about today? Uh, what do I want to talk about? Well, I mean, yeah. you know, I've been really obsessed with something lately. Cameron. Mm-hmm. I've been really, really obsessed with something lately. A uh, few things, actually. I've been, last time I came on, we talked about... Uh, we talked about all the funny, uh, funny stories I've been writing and working on. Um, this time, though, it's it's something else. I mean, I'm still working on those and all that, but I've been obsessed with something lately. Um, I'm just gonna cut to the chase. It's Street Fighter Six. Ah, oh, man, I am Woo. obsessed with Street Fighter Six. Did you install the know. mod to turn off all the rap music? Um. No, I just I I do that shit manually. I go into the audio settings and turn <laughs> the music down. You, you don't need a mod for it, and people are you like don't need so a mod mad about for it. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, confused. I, uh, there is some bad music in Street Fighter Six. Not all of them are hits. Oh, okay. It's not like the Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two soundtrack. No, no, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two soundtrack. You could play not playing the game. Uh, Street Fighter Six, you gotta kind of be in the game to enjoy some of the tracks, and even then, you're not gonna enjoy all of the tracks. I'm playing a character named Lily. Uh, the Lily here is uh, considered the worst character in the in the roster. By pretty much every player of the game. Um, me included. But it's fun because, uh, I don't know, being being worse than everyone means that I'm better than everyone when I beat them, right? I That's, Well, yeah, I always like to pick the underdog characters, but I'm surprised. Is Lily actually considered the worst? Yes, Yes, okay. you've not seen a single tier. There's not been a single tier list that hasn't put Lily at the bottom. Not a single tier list. Maybe there's some. Um, maybe someone got mad because they got into the one Lily loop there is. Uh, every character's got some sort of pressure loop. They get you in a corner. They push you into a corner, and then they just over and over make you guess to get out. And a lot of characters have a lot of ways of doing that. Well, Lily has one way of doing that. And uh, unfortunately for Lily, if you guess right three times, you're out of it pretty much for the rest of the match. Um, while uh, other characters, you got to guess a lot more, right? So Lily's, uh, Lily's win condition is very, very limited. And it has to be worked on. All right, she's got this like wind stack meter. You gotta build these wind stacks. You have a max of three. You can't you can't stockpile more than three because that would make Lily too strong. I don't know. But the wind stock meter makes all of her really shitty specials uh, okay specials, and it makes them usable in a fighting situation. While uh, while all the opponents are are doing. Uh, 15-hit combos. Lily can do a 3-hit combo and finish it off with a super. And that's your damage. That's good damage. It's just nothing like what you'd see from a Ken or a Ryu or a Jury. So, I don't know. 
Where am I going with this? Lily, uh, Lily sucks, but I'm just, I just love playing her because she's got such a nasty, like, uh, 50-50. If you, if you guess wrong, you, uh, get grabbed. And if you guess, uh, if you guess right, uh, you get to, uh, beat Lily. Now, you like fighting games. Do you always gravitate towards the more underdog picks? Nah, I go off I, I go off style and easeability to play. Like uh I play easy characters, I'm going to be honest. I don't I don't I used to try and be more complex and learn like thir- you know 50 hit combos. I was playing Mortal Kombat 9 back in the day. I was trying to I think it was 9, maybe it was 8. Whichever one had Quan Chi in it. I was trying to do all the fancier setups and really really take them to the uh, next level or whatever but it was just that was a long time ago recently i've just been playing characters with uh very strong buttons and a very simple straightforward game plan i mean that makes them weaker just by the core value that they have such a straightforward game plan you know you get in you deal damage and if the opponent uh gets out then you uh you uh, lose the match. I have, Rush down, I have thoughts. So they call it. All right. So I'm watching. I'm watching her trailer, and I like that her weapons are the uh, the weird Tuscan sticks from the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. I think that's. I think that's really cool that uh, someone decided to make the book of Boba Fett cool by not being in the book of Boba Fett. So it's a really good decision. Um, her her design <laughs> kind of reminds me of uh, something out of like Turning Red, which is not an insult. I thought Turning Red was a fantastic Pixar movie, but like watching her move around and over exaggerate and like pull out a camera on this trailer and take a picture. It. I there's a lot of charm yeah. and a lot of very fun things in her character design. Uh, Street Fighter Six has a lot of this personality. It is oozing with not only contemporary stuff, but just Capcom charm as well as nostalgia charm. It, it, it's like I've been having so much fun with this, and I haven't actually gotten into the like actual fighting scene yet. Just as a Capcom release, it feels like gold to me. I've always been obsessed with uh, Chun Li. Yeah, I love Chun-Li. Because I I think she just has the... As a character, she just has gravitas. She's just got something about her. Probably the thighs. But, uh, you know, that... uh, All in all, is just... uh, She's so cool. I use Chun-Li in Fortnite. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't play Fortnite because I'm... I don't play Chun-Li in Fortnite because I'm not a loser. But, what was I saying here? Okay, so, so... Um, Street Fighter in particular, though, I, I, I feel like, uh, my history of fighting games is I always thought they looked neat. I've never been good at them. I feel like Street Fighter is one of those games where it's just 2D, so I'll try it because it's like, what's the worst that could happen? I jump wrong? Like, you know, it's it's always yeah. one of those where I'm not afraid to pick it up in the same way that Tekken, like, uh, intimidates me. Right. Oh, But it, I, it, I love the cartoony characters. Like, everything is so silly. 
Um, I, I, I think it's hilarious when people complain about something looking weird because it's like, well, yeah, have you ever seen Street Fighter 1? Right, right. I, I, I've not actually heard any complaints about Street Fighter looking weird at all. Not this new one, at least. Last Street Fighter kind of looked like dog, uh, I, I feel like there were a couple complaints about, um, one or two of the newer characters that, like, I've seen people say they look out of place and then they make weird faces at the loading screen and then it's like you see Ryu and he makes weird faces and it's like okay if, yeah, if that's your complaint um, maybe this first, isn't for you yeah at first when I started playing the game this character Manon uh, this French model um, oh yeah she uh, she looked really out of place to me like it just didn't seem like uh, seem like a it didn't seem like a fit in Street Fighter but uh after playing a few games, like, she does fit in. Like, I'm just like, yeah, she's part of the cast. Also, she's... Her 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 costume, too, is is amazing. It's one of the best costumes in the game. She's got these thick sunglasses that just... Oh, man. She looks amazing. But I hate playing against her. My buddy play... My buddy mains her, and, and uh, it's... it's it's always an uphill battle. She's just a better grappler than Lily. She has everything that Lily has, except she's got a better grapple system. I like Marissa. Oh, Marissa. She looks kind of funky. She looked kind of funky in the game first. I don't like her look. I think... So she has a haircut style that's specifically shaped to look like a Spartan helmet, and I find that really like cringy and uninspired. But I'm finding neat. that the more I play with her kit, I actually do kind of enjoy it. <laughs> so it's like I'm, I'm kind of just putting up with that because it feels good. Right. Yeah. I no, like she's, Jury. Uh... She's got TikTok hair. Jury? Yeah. I don't oh, play I her. I've never played this game. I was say you like her because of the feet, but I'm glad you said the hair. Her, her, her design is cool. She's got a very cyberpunk goth thing going on. Um, the largest, uh, the 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 first guild in Street Fighter to reach max uh, guild size was a uh, was a guild called uh, Jury's uh, Jury Foot Worshippers, Jury Feet Worshippers. I thought that was an interesting little tidbit. I felt like you guys needed to know. It's Street Fighter lore. I didn't realize their feet were so important. <laughs> oh, dude! Yeah, oh, uh, her her feet define the, the character. Um, wait. Oh, so her weird. her in the fighting game, right? There's punch buttons and there's kick buttons, and so half of her buttons are kick buttons, and you need to use those to win a fight. Yes, it's crazy. Great thing about Lily is that you don't need to use that many kick buttons. Her heavy kicks are trash. Her medium kicks are okay, but I just don't use it in my rotation. So um, I'm watching her trailer, and she's stuff. kicking a lot. Also, I think Lily's underage. Anyway, so. Say it again, Chad. Sorry, I, I, I talked over you. Oh, I'm, I'm watching the, the trailer, and she's, like, really kicking a lot. Oh, uh, for Jury? Jury? Yeah. Yes, yes. 
So I guess I I want to set up more stage here because I forgot to mention this earlier. But uh, Chad, what's um, what's your favorite fighting game? I really like Smash Brothers. So that's why we brought on someone to talk about fighting games. Oh, yeah, Smash Brothers is a um, it, it's certainly a game. Um, yeah, you, 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 there's fighting you... in it. Therefore, it is a fighting game. Just like Mario Party and Mario Kart. The thing is with Mario Kart is the yeah. fighting happens outside the game because those blue shells piss you off. Right. I Okay, so I want to ask, uh, Eamon, do you have a favorite fighting game? As much as 6 is currently like the hotness because it just came out. I feel like we're entering this period where there's this like fighting game renaissance because people are really excited about the new Tekken. They're really excited about the new Mortal Kombat. We have a very good Guilty Gear right now. It's like, oh, this is a good time. Oh, and then eSports. eSports is dying, so it's like it's it's kind of like shrinking away and it's no longer threatening the fighting scene that was always annoyed by eSports. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Favorite fighting game? That's tough. I've played so many over the years. So many good ones. Uh, so many bad ones. Uh, well, I mean, before Street Fighter Six, I I feel like uh, when I first started playing Guilty Gear Strive, I was really into it, like obsessively. Um, Street Fighter Six, I really like it, and it's and it's the game I'm focusing on. But I feel like I'm not obsessing over it like I was uh, Guilty Gear Strive. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would play Guilty Gear Strive like four or five hours a day, no problem. Just forget that time exists. Like this, this game, I'm I'm good after a few sets. Like playing against randoms, playing online, playing with my buddy. Like I'm good after like maybe an hour. Do you think that's because you've gotten older and are now a more hinged adult, or is just the game not as good? No, Strive was like a year ago, wasn't it? Stri- Strive was not long ago. Yeah, no, it was about a oh, year ago. Oh, okay. About a year, maybe two years ago. Now, I do want to say, I think Strive is still the prettiest game. Like, if I had to pick something just on aesthetic, that's what I would want to be the best fighting game in the world. Yeah. Um, oh, Chad, are you yeah. familiar at all with Guilty Gear? I have heard of it. Guilty Gear has always been kind of like an underdog fighting game. I'm going to be honest, I never heard of the series until uh, until Strive came out, really. Well, no, so, I had heard of the, the series when uh, Exard was out. Uh, my brother got it, and I saw him play it once, and I was just like, who the hell is on, my scr- on the screen? I don't understand what's going on. I just didn't get it. But... Um, Guilty Gear Strive came out, and I was I, I I never really played the Guilty Gear series before. I didn't really get it, but Strive, probably because Strive is so dumbed down compared to the older games, I was really into it. It's so easy. The game is really easy. It's really easy to press a big button and do a lot of damage, and that's nice. It's really so, nice. Yeah, uh, Guilty Gear as a series is something that uh, Richard introduced me to. And this is a fighting game that came in after the the wave of like uh I'm gonna say the Mortal Kombat's and Street Fighters of old. Where right. it came in with much flashier sprites. Like the sprite work 
it's not a video game. It's an anime. You know, it looks a little bit step up with a little bit more flashiness. Yeah. But it didn't take off the same way. It wasn't an arcade hit the same way that Street Fighters were in the past. Right. And so it was always, like you said, a kind of an underdog. Um, eventually, the series went dormant. Uh, but the people that really, you know, wanted to work on it, they kept apparently pitching, hey, can we do another Guilty Gear? And it's like, no, that doesn't work. And so eventually they said, well, let's just pitch a different game, but make it like we would want to reinvent Guilty Gear. And that's where we got Blaze Blue. Oh. Um, same people, pretty much. Blaze Blue got a little more attention and sold a little better. And so when they, you know, when they got to make what they want to, they're like, yeah, we're going back to Guilty Gear. <laughs> and what they did was to emulate the flashiness of the sprite design, they did not just cell shading, but they specifically like frame by frame uh, animate it like you would a sprite sheet. So they hold on certain frames for dramatic effect. They sweep and there's like smears and things. There's lots of animation tricks to make it look like the sprites that you grew up with. But using modern tech and technically a lot easier to do than sprites is complicated. On top of the ability to like rotate the camera around for special effects and, and do other things that would be impractical on sprites. So visually, they have this style down on top of the relatively accessible and fun gameplay. It's still competitive enough that it's not a dumb baby game. Like it, 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 The tournaments get serious. But I feel like you can pick it up and try and probably have fun with your friends without getting your feelings hurt. The, the game is very beginner-friendly. Um, yeah, no, though, the the sprite work is beautiful. I mean, I call it sprite work, but they're 3D models. They're done so well. And it's because they have a knowledge of animation from, from the years doing 2D sprites. Um it's like they uh, well when they take uh, they take the 3D models and they take individual frames like pictures of the models as if they were working with standard drawn 2D sprites. It's really cool, really cool stuff, really cool tech. Uh, like a blending of old and new, and it makes it beautiful, beautiful game. I have a question. They did something similar for uh, the Dragon Ball Z too, but uh, yeah, Chad. Is Dragon Ball uh, Xenoverse a fighting game? Yeah. I uh, like that one. I, mean, I, got to, I got to fight with Goku. We were friends. I, I feel like Xenoverse is an evolution of the, the concepts in Budokai Tenkaichi. But it doesn't go as deep. I, I want to say you could call it a fighting game. But it's not like you're going to see like competitive tournaments. No, no, there there was not a lot of depth to that. But when you got like yeah. the uh, Kamehameha, that was that was that was a lot of fun. It was. Great. I mean, it's fun to push the buttons and then it, they'll like shout things. I do like Mortal Kombat. I haven't played Mortal Kombat since like the GameCube version, but I do like Mortal Kombat. So or and um, Bloody Roar back on the uh, the Sega Saturn, it was fucking dope because you got to turn into animals and fuck each other up. Bloody Roar, yeah, that that's an old game though. I I never got a chance to play it my, my, myself, unfortunately. But watching videos of it gives me this sort of like false sense of nostalgia. Like, man, 
I don't know, nostalgia is about bringing yourself back to that, that time when you were young, but, like, it's like, oh, if only it were me when I was young. <laughs> there was Bloody some, Rose like, great. environmental... It looks so fun. There was some environmental, like, Sorry, destruction in that. Oh, yeah. And I think that was the first time I had ever seen that in that kind of game. And so, like, you know, the first time you, like, punch someone through a wall or knock them over a barrier and, and then it moves. And you're like, oh, fuck. I didn't know this was possible. You know, how far can we push this? Also, I'm a, I'm a were-rabbit. This is great. Every, like, you know, like, eight-year-old me. Coming buckets. Yeah. The first fighting game I remember really getting into was Soul Calibur for the Dreamcast. Soul oh, hell yeah. Caliber. Soul Caliber. Yeah, I was I was I was a Taki main. Talkie. I just I did I wasn't good at the game. I just did backflips, huge backflips over uh over my brother and uh uh ran up to him and grabbed him and then uh that was that was my game plan. I did backflips over him, ran up to him, grabbed him. And then tried to make him ring out. That was that was the game plan. It was uh, it was great. It was great. I remember Soul playing Calibur's Mortal Kombat. I, it, yeah, on the uh, on the Sega Genesis. So if we're if we're like flexing our ages here, I will I will throw my broken back at, at that because that was a good time. And that on the Sega, the blood was real, whereas like on the SNES, it was like tinged white to like sweat. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I thought the Sega had, like... No, 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 the Genesis was okay with it. I think I think I remember that, yeah. Um, no, it's the Genesis. I was just playing Sonic. I wasn't playing any fighting games. I think it's very... Super uh, Smash TV. It's very funny to look back at it, because it was like, Mortal Kombat is so violent. This, like, we need an ESRB. Like, this is such a big deal, right? Yeah. But you look at it now, and that first game was not, like... <laughs> it's not going to give anybody nightmares. <laughs> no, not at all. But it was, like, a different time back then. People just didn't, under- didn't understand how to cope with that stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, sensibilities are a little different. I, I remember um, when I was kind of new to the internet, and I discovered on Newgrounds... People could use like sprites from video games to animate shorts, and there's like look, look at this epic one where like Mario's all bloody and he has a gun, and it was like it felt like some sort of like forbidden secret that I'm not supposed to see blood on Mario. Yeah. Um. I, I, while we're still talking history, I want to get into like maybe the future fighting games, but uh, as we share our nostalgia. Um, I mentioned before, I'm not, like, good at them, but I love them. I love watching them. I love seeing them. I love uh, hearing people that are knowledgeable talk about them. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you, you guys know my tastes. I'm, like, a, a trash elemental. Oh, yeah. So I'm always playing and trying bad fighting games and weird, like, gimmicky fighting games. Uh, I, I It's a bit of, like... It, it's low-hanging fruit to bring it up, but you guys are familiar with the Star Wars fighting game, right? Yeah. No. You're not. Not at all. Not at I all. I find Star that Wars? hard to believe. 
I Star, Star we, Wars fighting game. We should play that. We have to. What, what's that thing where you can play fighting games online? Wait, which um, Dolphin which game Indiana? are you talking about? I feel like there's probably more than it's, one. There, there's it's Star Wars Masters of Terrascasi on the PlayStation One. Okay, I yeah, I am thinking of that game because I remember when that came out. Um, my friend Travis, his brother, bought it and then played it for like six or seven hours straight because he wanted to unlock everybody. And so then he unlocked everybody, and then he's like, "Travis, we gotta play each other." And then Travis beat him like the first game, and then he got really mad and then punched him. I just had a I just had a sudden memory. Sorry. <laughs> here, I, I, I time stamped here, uh, Amen. If you want to bring that up while I talk. Um, but yeah, so I I love these bad games just to try them, just to see why it does or doesn't work. And it's actually there's an interesting story behind this game because it was made by people that have never made a fighting game before. And that explains all of the issues because it's like they're trying to emulate what other people were doing, but they did not understand the math behind it. Uh, it's a little bit like Street Fighter inputs where like you have moves you can do, but you have to like sweep and push a specific button and it's not intuitive. But you also have two different stances. And so what it is is every character has a weapon. So you can be Luke Skywalker and Boba Fett, and you just start, and you're ready to punch each other, but Luke Skywalker can just pull out a lightsaber and hit you. And it's like, well, why? Like, <laughs> what kind of a... Why would you not use the lightsaber? You know what I mean? It doesn't cost you resources to draw it. Okay. Yeah, so I'm seeing it. Yeah, wow. Okay. Um, the other problem is all of the stages are so small that basically it's a, it's a race to get a knockout. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that too. Um, that's incredible. The, uh, yeah, that is, uh, what, what, in the fighting game community, they call them kusogays, which hmm. is, uh, just Japanese for shit game. Sorry. <laughs> it's, but it's, um, uh, kusoge. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I, I think the idea of a fast, like, if you look at uh, Samurai Showdown, um, there's an appeal to the idea of, like, getting one good hit in and that decides the fight. Right. But the game's built around it. You know, that's the trick. Um, I think the other thing of note with uh, this one is uh, it became such a bad, it's a well-known bad game. It's kind of like The Room, where... It's like it's funny trivia to reference Terrascasi, and they made it canon in the Han Solo movie, which is a weird choice, I think. I haven't uh, seen the Han Solo movie, so I don't know the I don't know the reference. Um, there's a part where Han Solo's girlfriend like defeats a, a armed guard, and she's unarmed, and they said, "How'd you do that?" And he's like, "Why well, I, I practiced Terrascasi on the moons of Vendor," and it's like, "Ah." Oh. Oh. Um, but the best part about this game is that one of the playable characters is a Tuscan Raider, and his name is Hor. And so every time you start the game, it'll say Hor versus Chewbacca. And uh, it's like, why did they pick that name? Like, <laughs> that's great. How um, spelled? How? How? How was it spelled? H O A R. That's uh, that's so unlucky. Poor Tuscan Raider. 
I well, I don't know. Was it a joke? Like you, you didn't. There's no way that they didn't notice that, right? There, there no way, right? I, mean, I, I have to. Raider, like I could think maybe like boar, but replace the B with an H. Let's see. Like typo the H into where the B should be for boar. That's all I can think of. That's the only thing. That's the only logical deduction I can make for this. Um, the okay, only I, other game I want to reference. Oh, uh, Chad. I was gonna say I lied. It turns out I was thinking of Revenge of the Sith on the PlayStation Two, which is not a fighting game unless you play multiplayer. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the, there were a couple games that had like fighting components built into them, like as a side. Uh, yeah. There's also a fan game. There's like a fan community trying to make the coolest Star Wars fighting game they can. And that actually shows promise because like they understand what is or isn't fun and they're not trying to make money off of it. And they know what a fighting game's supposed to be look like? What um, it's supposed to feel like? Yeah. Yeah. Uh just to wrap up the my nostalgia youth part. Like we we're talking about like good games like Marvel vs. Capcom and Guilty Gear and stuff that like is worth mentioning. Um I like the Jurassic Park fighting game which is called Warpath Jurassic Park. I do remember this one. Yeah. Um similarly not well designed and I don't believe it was made by people that <laughs> know what a fighting game is. <laughs> the each character there's a lot of dinosaurs to play as. And as a child, all you want is a game where you can pick dinosaurs. So it's like, hey, you know what? That's great. Uh, but they have these really complicated button inputs. It's the same thing where it's like, if you want to sweep, you have to like hold back and then sweep forward and push the low kick button in order to do your tail thing. And wow. then the other character just has to duck and push a button and they'll do their tail thing faster. And it's like, what am I doing wrong? And it's just annoying. Yeah. And it's like, I I like these garbage games. I like revisiting them. <laughs> I like coming back to them. I have my Miu Mini that I will play uh, you know, on my breaks at work. Um with a few of these fighting games on them. They're just I, they're they're bad. I remembered uh I remembered a game that I played before uh, Soul Calibur. That was a, that was into before Soul Calibur. It was a Sega Genesis game. It was uh, it well well there was uh, there were there there were a bunch of beat 'em up games which are like you know kind of fighting adjacent. Mm. Um, but this one was uh, this one was VR Troopers fighting game, and it was uh. My goodness, I, I, I don't even know. I don't even think I want to look at what the game looked like. Because what I remember is probably so different from reality. Yeah. Um, the game was, uh, yeah, Sega Genesis. Fighting game. I uh, played it as a little kid. And I don't remember anything about it. I'm not going to watch this video. That's great. Right, I never knew this was a thing. All right, I, I'll it, watch this video. Let's watch it. <laughs> you guys remember it's... the Godzilla game? The Destroy All Monsters fighting game? You... Destroy oh, yeah. All Monsters Melee was a fun game. 
Yeah. What a I, game. I I usually don't pick like end boss overpowered characters, but I remember picking Destroya like every time because it's just this is cool. This guy looks cool. This guy's just spamming jump kick. That's how you win. Uh, these old games, they don't give a shit about no. uh balance or anything like that. No, you you can't do anything about spamming jump kick. There's nothing you could do about it. The best thing you could do about it is jump kick better. That was the solution. Did you ever play that fad game jump kick? Oh, I remember that. Was it dive no, kick? No, but I've watched a dive, dive kick, kick. Thank you. Yeah. You dive and you kick. Those are your two options. No, um, I have never played it, but I've watched a lot of people play it, and it's hilarious. It's so it's so good. But I I would grow tired of that super fast. Yeah, that, no it, it, it doesn't have legs, I mean, but I yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> doesn't have legs. So, yeah. Um. There was another game. Oh, yeah, we're getting more characters for the My Little Pony game. Did you see those? No, I didn't. Oh, cool. Not. They've been adding more. Um, sh- uh, them's fighting herds. New characters. So there is, like, a, a Canadian... Oh, you know what? It's funny. This one almost reminds me of a lily. There's a goat with a bandana. Into it. Let's check it out. Um, there's a moose that's like a knight. Oh, there's a buffalo too. Yeah, they've been like adding characters. They, they're they're expanding that roster. The game it, it started as like a fan project for My Little Pony. They're like, hey, let's just swap these out for new characters, and it's interesting to see it develop. Because you think that would be like a, a a a quick summer fad, but I'm happy to see new things getting announced left and right here. Yeah, wow, that's great. It's great. I'm actually excited for the Riot Games fighting game. Oh, I'm curious to see what they do with that. Riot has a lot of talent because everyone keeps yeah. leaving Blizzard. Yes. Yeah. And. uh... So actually, yeah. Why don't we talk about the future a bit? I, you know, we, we, yeah, we are looking forward sure. to Riot. Is there anything else you're looking forward to? I'm looking forward to. All right, I'm looking forward to that. I'm probably looking forward to that Riot game, the League of Legends fighter, the most right now. I do want to get into Tekken Eight just because uh, uh, Yu is such a important character to me, and. Uh, not being not being good at Tekken ever in my life, I feel like I could maybe change that right now. Now that I know what I uh, know how to play fighting games, you know. Um, yeah, w- once you realize what it takes to, to to take those first steps, it becomes a different scene. You watch yeah. the stuff differently. Yes. Uh, do you yeah. think? Um, do you think Riot Games doing a fighting game will get us another KDA K-pop EP? Possibly. 
I don't know. Because that's I all like I want out of that property. Other characters fit in there, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm actually excited to see what the roster is gonna look like. What's their uh is it gonna be projectile heavy? What's the what's it gonna look like? Is zoner heavy game? Yeah, do we or, know anything uh, about it yet? They've had some gameplay reveal trailers and stuff like that and and behind the scenes stuff, but I don't I don't I don't know how to parse through all that. We do know that it's gonna be a tag fighter, so two characters versus two characters. You know, I kind of don't like tag fighters. I I've been hearing that a lot. I love Marvel versus Capcom for the fun of all these characters I like. Um it's very neat to play a game where I can play as Phoenix Wright and Rocket Raccoon and Beautiful Joe. And it's like, dude, sign me up. This is gold. But it, I I don't like I don't commit to them in a serious sense. Yeah. I, I just don't like the flow. And I got really disappointed with the new Marvel... Uh, no, not Marvel. The Mortal Kombat game. It's not quite a tag fighter, but it's like you get assists. Yeah. Um, I'm, and I'm, I, I'm... I'm turned off by that uh, really hard. I, this, the, the example they showed, it was actual gameplay. And it's like they're doing a combo, and it's really cool. And then just, like, Scorpion jumps in, and he says, I'm Scorpion from Mortal Kombat, and he spins around, and then he jumps away. And it's like, why Why did you do that? Like, why? I, I was kind of getting in, into the moment here. Why did you break it up with that? What a diva. What an absolute diva. Um, I, uh... I kind of get it why tag fighters are lame and hard to get into. Um, I personally am not really looking forward to Mortal Kombat uh, 1, I think it's what it's called. Yeah. Um, I'm not really looking forward to it. I've dropped out of the lore somewhere a long time ago, and it's just not exciting to me. Um, But I have a buddy at work who's really, really really amped up for it and uh i might get it just to play a few games with him uh, you know beat him up teach him how to teach him that fighting games isn't for everyone you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah i'm not really super excited for mortal kombat one the assist thing doesn't really do much for me i almost I do remember Mortal Marvel versus Capcom too, so tags aren't real. Tag fighters aren't really alien to me. It's just we haven't had a really good one in a long time. Like when did Marvel vs. Capcom three come out? Oh, Jamie, check uh, check it out. Uh, when did Marvel vs. Capcom three release? Two thousand seven. 2007, fifth over 15 years. I I made that up. Okay. I didn't I didn't look it up, but I haven't talked in a while, and I, I was so, like, oh, I can I say so, a number. I so quickly believed you. I so quickly believed you. It was, it was an immediate. Like, yeah, that sounds right. It was 2011. Oh, it was 15 close. years, almost 15 years since the last <laughs> Tag Fighter came out. 
<laughs> so I I don't know. Um, there was Tekken Tag, but that was kind of trash. Um, Blaze 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 uh, Blaze Blue okay. Cross Tag. So uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Four came out in 2017, but it was so bad, no one counts it. Wait, is that actually a game? Yeah, that was the one with the Infinity Stones. Remember the pre-order bonus at GameStop? Was they gave you six Easter eggs that were made out of plastic, and they told you they were the Infinity Stones you could display? I'm almost certain I memory hold that. I have no idea what that is. Um, yeah, so the I'm trying to find... Okay, so here's, here's the picture they used for the uh, pre-order poster, and then here's what they really looked like. <laughs> um, oh, this like one, it, so Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite came out. Yeah, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite came out after the Disney acquisition, and they were oh. very adamant that, like, in all of the cutscenes, you're not allowed to see Marvel characters losing to Capcom characters. And they wow. wanted to remove characters from the game that are not in current movies. So there's no Wolverine. Uh, there's no Cyclops. Like, staples of the series, you know? I'm really... Wow. I uh, This is only making me want to vote for Ron DeSantis just so he could shut down Disney finally, once and for all. My I goodness. Think, what was it? They they tried to uh they, they tried to repurpose those kits. So like there was DLC where it was Black Panther, but Black Panther was like hunched over to be the exact height as Wolverine. Oh no. It was stuff like that, and it's like, oh boy, this isn't working. Um yeah, I I didn't care for it that much. I know I think Richard had fun with it, but I think as soon as the uh Injustice 2 came out, I think he dropped it immediately. As one should. As one should. Yeah. Injustice 2. I never got into that series. No, I, I. So what bugs me is the story and then the Injustice games. It's better than like any of the DC movies. Yeah. I've heard that. And it's funny because times. they also play with the whole like... Uh, uh, what's the word like the the like oh we got to br- break down the character and reanalyze it and, and deconstruct what is a superman that i'm tired of in the films they do that in the game and it's better it's just, it's annoying chad oh just uh i've never played the game but i've heard people really talk up the the story to that that justice league game is like hey this is better than most of the cartoons most of the movies a lot of the comics there was a comic book run based off it I think I read the first couple issues and it was really good. And then I fell off because following comic books is a huge pain in the ass. And that's my story. um... Not nerdy enough for comic books. I I want you to watch this cutscene here. Um, I want to make sure I find it the right spot. You're not nerdy enough for comic books, but you will come on a podcast to talk about fighting games for an hour. I'm just nerdy enough for that. I feel like comics are less nerdy than fighting games. Uh, outsider looking in. 
different flavors of nerdiness. I would say they're they're probably not um they're probably not far from being just as nerdy as each other. It's just like you know, in D&D you would put stats into different uh abilities while uh Sure. nerdiness puts stats into different niches. I'm that, really that, nerdy. I'm, I'm, I'll fair. be the first to admit, I'm extremely nerdy. I'm a dork. Um, but I'm just not a comic dork. Okay, here, I want you to watch this cutscene. Alright, I'm watching this cutscene right now. I got it timestamped. There. Now. God, I hate the Flash. Yeah, but I like the reverse Flash, because he kills the Flash. It is great. But I just, I feel like this cutscene captures the characters from the comics so much better than, like, the TV show or the movies try to. Because it's just him running fast. I would agree with that. I want to fast forward to when he catches him. I'm not. I'm committed. I mean, you, you get the bit, though. It's ketchup, it's mustard. They never get along. Yeah. Mustard is better than ketchup, so it's fair that the reverse flash kills the flash. So, I think Injustice is interesting because it's built on, like, the Mortal Kombat fighting style. But it's, like, all these characters are like, I refuse to kill. I ran a long way from the future to hurt you, Barry. Such a fucking good comic book line. It's 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 so uh it's cheesy. It's beautiful. It's goofy. That was a lovely scene. Um but uh, it was a pretty good I I like uh that that game is pretty fun. I like the Flash has uh one of his throws is he like he grabs your character and then just runs backwards really fast. And it takes you back in time to dinosaur times, and then he throws you at a T-Rex, and you bounce off and go, ow, and then he grabs you and runs you back to the present. It's, <laughs> it's really stupid, and they just they lean into the comic bookiness of it all. That's incredible. I love that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, So I guess... Uh, Eamon, did you have anything else you wanted to share about fighting games? I, f I feel like we covered a bunch of little topics. Yeah, I want to make a fighting game someday. <laughs> Are you going to start with Mugen? No. Okay. I'm probably never going to make it, but I want to make one, you know? I just want to make one because they're cool. I want to make one based off of one of my uh, one of my uh, one of my uh, worlds that I've already built. 
No, dude, you should do it based on your uh, visual novel you're working on now. Like, as the sequel. Like, try and finish this so that as the visual novel wraps up, like, a week later you can announce the sequel and then it's this fighting game and they all kill no, each other. No, it's 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 not the visual novel I'm working on now. It's the visual novel I'm going to work on after what I'm working on now. There you go. Yeah. So, I'm going to work on this, finish this one. My next one I'm going to work on, finish that one, and then the sequel to that is a fighting game. Never mind that that's going to be that next one I'm going to work on is a trilogy. Sunset in August 2, Bloodbath. Yeah, it's going to be like a, maybe it'll come out in 2038. I'm thinking 2038. Generous. Now, if you wanted to go on the life journey you did and learn how to fight in games, how does one learn how to fight in games? Well, I tell this to everyone who wants to learn anything. Um, the process of learning how to do anything, it's very simple. Uh, you got to do it. Um, obviously, there are caveats to to that. It doesn't apply to everything. Yeah, sometimes, you, sometimes learning the theory behind how like elect, uh, uh, you know, electric systems work is better than just doing it. You know, uh, you don't want to just go in with a pair of pliers and a dream. Um, but fighting games, all right. If you want to learn how to fighting game, if it's, I and I don't know if I'm super uh, credentialed, qualified. I don't know if I'm really qualified to speak on the subject matter. I did met my my qualifications are I uh, reached. Uh, challenger in Brawlhalla, which is a, which is a, a uh, platform fighting game, and I've reached uh, top 100 as a Giovanna player in uh, Guilty Gear Strive, which is a more standard 2D fighting game. Um, those are my qualifications for when I speak on this. So, um, when it comes to learning a fighting game, it's the same with learning anything really uh most things right but minus caveats for like you know dealing with stuff that'll kill you or kill someone else uh you just gotta do it you just gotta jump in um if you if it's something you want to try if something you want to do be it a fighting game or drawing or writing or making or playing music you just gotta jump in and do it once you start that like first step of doing it, you'll know what the very basics are, at least in terms of what buttons you can press, how to, uh, how pressing left and right moves your character across the screen. Even knowing something simple as that might seem like, oh, duh, it's not, it's 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 not something you can feel until you're actually in a game once you do that learn how to uh, press the you find the button that gives you the most uh, most bang for your buck usually it's a heavy button and you press that over and over again until you start losing and then once you start losing you figure out how to stop that from happening so that usually involves going into training uh, working on ways to uh, move 
while also being playing defense, like to move forward while also blocking, you know, that's, that's very important. Uh, you know, going forward two steps, going backward one step, sort of speak, uh, so to speak. And then just uh, working on combos, learning combos. A lot of modern fighting games are really nice. They give you these combo recipes that are like either bread and butter. When I say bread and butter, bread and butter is the stuff that you just got to know. It's like bread, like having bread and butter for breakfast. It's just something you got to do. It's just something everyone should have in their back pocket. It's just a simple three or four hit combo that does what you want it to do. It deals a little damage and it moves you forward in the game. Learn bread and butter combos. Learn how to do uh, different uh, conversions. Learn how to do your super. And uh, if you have a reversal, learn how to do the reversals. Uh, Learn what your options are. And just start adding on more elements to the proverbial pizza that is fighting games. That is your fighting game abilities. So you start off, start off with the big buttons. Press the big buttons and and, and and that let you win, and then win until you stop winning, and then learn how to adapt to the reason why you're not winning, so that you continue to win. That's how you get good at fighting games. Ignore that horn. Chad? Do you have yes. any questions? Does that make sense? Did you learn a lot? I took so many notes. I'm going to become a pro at fighting games. And then I'm going to oh, give up the craft uh, because I am a pacifist. One thing I would say that's really good, and this is good in all sorts. Of, and, and All right. I I, I don't want to do, do it too much because it feels... Uh, feels kind of silly but playing fighting games is similar to an art form um but like professional like if you want to get good at fighting games it's there's there is a lot of expressive express uh, like player expression in the game in these games what's so great about fighting games is that the way you approach uh enemies the way you approach fights is very up to you and it's very um, different for every I got a question. Person. Have you yeah. ever won a tournament? No. Uh, back in Smash Brothers I Melee got, times, I, uh, I I went to my local game, my, the Game Crazy store. They had yeah. a melee tournament, and I got first place as Pichu. Awesome. Um, if you never played melee, Pichu is the same as Pikachu. Except his electric attacks aren't as strong, and they also hurt you to use them. But he's faster, right? Uh, I I mean, technically, it's not super practical, but yeah. Um, It was a very troll move, Cameron, winning winning a a tournament as Pichu in the in the melee days. Yeah, no one there, uh, no one there liked me, and I left without saying anything to anyone. Yeah, I would do the same. Back in the day, I did I did participate in tournaments. I got second place playing uh, Yancha in Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3. Nice. Well, it was like a month after the game came out. I was grinding it, and there was a local blockbuster. 
and I got a free $45 game because I got second place. First place got That's a, red. First place got a $60 game and like a $30 gift card. I don't remember. Or a $100 gift card, I think. I got a sweatshirt Which, you know, that said who are you? Uh, and then, uh, no, that was the, I, I think that was like the last time I uh, participated in a tournament, like a local tournament. I've done, I guess I've done some other tournaments, but they've never been like notable, like tournaments at my call, my college back when I was in college. That was not like, I was never like a fighting game. I wasn't a fighting game guy at the time, so I didn't really do too good. Chad, did you win a tournament? No. That's lame. You're lame. I know. How about a, a glad space to close out? Could probably do that. Okay, before that, I want to thank Eamon for joining us to talk about fighting games. Well, thank you. I'm so glad you were able to um, have me on so I, I could talk about my most recent obsession. You have to, you have to shout your favorite uh, fighting game move. My favorite fighting game move. Um, Giovanna's Crouch Dust. But that doesn't have a name. So, uh, how about... How about... Ventania. There we go. That's her special. That's her overdrive. There you go. That was beautiful. I'm going to say whatever Gabumon yells in Digimon Rumble Arena. I like the I like the, the special beam cannon in, in the Dragon Ball Z universe. You do like that one. You're always doing that on VRChat. I, yeah, oh, that's actually... Fuck. Okay, I do that on VRChat when I can't find anybody, and I can shoot it in the air, and then you guys know where I'm at. Actually it's actually pretty smart. That's it's very, you. There's utility. Thinking. That's very forward ahead thinking of you. If I get lost. Okay, Chad, do you have a glad space? Yeah, there's been. I've. I've. My glad spaces lately have mostly been music, and guess what? Same thing. A lot of. A lot of good music it's came been. out this week. Um. The. The mental cruelty. If you. If you. If anybody likes Black and Deathcore, uh, they released a new album. And it fucking it goes real hard. It is it is very good. So if you want if you want just like fifty minutes of upsetting dissonant noise that uh, you can dance to and scream along with, uh, go check out uh, the new Mental Cruelty album. I don't know how to pronounce the name of it because it's in German. That's very fun. I like that. Mental Cruelty. I'll check that out. Um, I want to say my glad space. Oh, so last week on Beer Chat, uh, we went to Mexico. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to accidentally. I clicked the wrong Yay. world, and we went to like a, a you're in Mexico shitpost world. That was not a shitpost world. That was a culture world. Um, I I was so happy there. I love there's like food carts on this. Okay, I want to ask because so you live in a different area than we do. Yeah. 
Um, no, Chad, do do you have yeah. like street food? We have um, we have like street food trucks that that drive around uh, uh, on schedules and in certain but, places, and you can get like pizza and stuff like that. But but not like a cart on like the street corner. No, 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 no. I I don't even know what what the city would do with something like that. I uh, yeah. See, I can't imagine. I I don't know. There was something about it with this VR Mexico where just like every corner had at least one cart there. And it's like, it just made me feel so happy. <laughs> I don't know why. It's these low-poly things. Like, right now, I could walk down the street to the corner here, and there's a guy, there's a Mexican guy with a little cart, and I can give him a dollar, and he'll dunk uh, corn on the cob in some mayonnaise and sprinkle spicy shit on it. Uh. And it's like, I can't imagine life not having that around, you know? Well, when you come visit me, you, you ever, can see I, it in person. Not to uh, not to sidetrack, but have you ever been to Mexico? No. There are food carts everywhere. Yeah. It's great. It's great. I I I, I love Mexico. It's so pretty. I have so many friends that go there all the time. I just never make the time to for some reason. One of these days, I will. Um, but it's just sort of like, I don't know, going there on VR was, uh, it was funny because I think we're in the middle of something and we're doing something and we're going to go do something else. We're doing like a Titanic stuff and it just accidentally ended up in Mexico. And I think everyone else wanted to leave and I was not done. Like I kept bringing up more things. Oh, look at that one over there. They got, um, stupid hats. I'm glad you had fun. But that was my glad space. I uh, that uh, revitalized me in a weird way. Nice. Um, Eamon, do you have anything from this last week that uh, just made you smile? Oh well, um, yeah, I got some things that made me smile. Uh, I discovered a new podcast that makes me laugh, but I don't think uh, we want to adver- a- advertise another podcast on our podcast here. You can. We're not trying to. Give. Oh, we do all, right, all it's the time. Tony. It's called Killed Tony, and um, it's a bunch of comedians. They get in a they're they're like a, there's like a board of comedians, and they're 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 like three to four professionals in the field, and they sit down, and then Tony Hinchcliffe picks a random name out of a box, and and uh, like two hundred people sign up for it. He picks a random name, he calls them up, and they get 60 seconds on the microphone on this huge podcast, and they either do great, or they bomb, or they're crazy, they're literally insane people, and then uh, after they do their 60 seconds of stand-up comedy, the this board of comedians either they they do like an interview process where they ask them about their lives and just make fun of them and it's really uh it's really cute it's really funny um i mean i i I say cute it's really it's really offensive at times um but like they're really helping out these like newcomer comedians uh like really help them develop their craft and get their name like on people's minds it's really cool. It makes me laugh and it makes me smile. And that is my glad space for this week. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, it's a good pick. Um, I started listening to a podcast this week. Oh. It's called D- Till Death Do Us Blurt. Oh. Have you heard of that? No. So these uh, these three guys, every Thanksgiving, they watch Paul Blurt 2 and review it again. <laughs> and it's just this annual like revisiting. Um, that's actually the origins of... Uh, there, there was a viral video going around explaining how Paul Blart 2 syncs up to Dark Side of the Moon. Mm. I might have shared that with you in the past, but I that comes remember. from this podcast. Okay. Because the one guy just like, he wanted to put a spin on it this year, so he watched it a little different and had a little story for everybody. Um, but wow. it is actually a funny podcast. But what was it? Kill Tony? Kill Tony. Yeah, alright, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was fun. I like fighting games. It was fun to talk about fighting games. I might actually, if I remember, I'm gonna drop some links in the, uh, show description here with some neat resources on YouTube to, uh, to get into fighting games. Yeah. Because I hope this was an inspirational talk. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. I, I was really... I had a lot of fun, fun breaking down the craft and just talking about, uh, talking about our lives, playing fighting games and being influenced by fighting games, and just being into fighting games. There's such a, such an awesome, awesome, uh, it, fighting games are such an awesome craft, like, uh, I don't know, pieces of art, and uh, they're great, and uh, it's just so much to go. Is the we uh, we only tip scratch the surface? Really, we only scratch the surface here. Well, we might have you back on when Street Fighter Seven comes out. There we go. Yeah, I'm excited. I uh, I look forward to being on here in seven years. That's gonna be cool. Chun Li's gonna be a grandma. And she'll I think she she'll have is. dude. She'll have her like her walker. And but that's how she does the new like kick thing because it has like four feet on the bottom, so she can do it yeah. half as fast but still get as many kicks in. Right, right, right. Really mess with those uh, Daigo block parry timings, dude. I think a geriatric fighting game would be a hoot. I'll put it in the. I'll put it in the idea box. I'll I'll, I'll work on. I'll work. I'll workshop it. Don't don't waste your time. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.